Hi folks, Don Paul here with Don Paul's Bits O Blather on weather, climate, and science. I'm going to try to keep this one a little bit shorter and uh, focus in on homeopathic medicine. The reason being that in my last episode, this is episode four, uh, I took a shot at homeopathy and uh, was really in the last episode focusing on many ripoffs perpetrated by elements of the supplements industry who remain largely unregulated, unlike big pharma, the supplements industry has through lobbying gotten Congress to stay away from giving the FDA a mandate to regulate supplements. And homeopathic remedies are a little different than the supplements I was talking about in that episode. Uh, the basic principle uh, is that like cures like. And the basic principle uh, is that just a few molecules in super diluted uh, mixes with water, maybe some sugar and flavorings, uh, just those few molecules of something which triggers, say, an allergic symptom in you will help your body's immune system to turn it around and get rid of those symptoms. Well, any MD will tell you the idea that just a couple of molecules super diluted are as worthless as it sounds, violates rules and laws of chemistry and physics. And yet there are maybe millions of people who swear by homeopathy and they're swearing by it because of the placebo effect. Now the Australian uh, National Health Service assessed more than 1800 studies on homeopathy. It's the National Health and Medical Research Council. And the studies that were done were often so slovenly and so poorly designed, they couldn't be assessed and found this, this council, only 225 were rigorous enough to analyze. In other words, if your study is horribly uh, designed, it's regarded under peer review as worthless. Um, too small a sample, or you didn't check the other lifestyle uh, indications in the patients you were studying. Uh, for instance, you didn't check that your subjects smoked or didn't smoke. Those kinds of things can, can render a study worthless. But in the 225 papers they did rigorously analyze, they found, and I quote here, this is from Smithsonian Magazine, little investigative piece on homeopathy, Quote, no good quality evidence to support the claim that homeopathy is effective in treating health conditions, unquote. So we're dealing here with a matter of the placebo effect. And if the symptoms you're trying to deal with uh, are well dealt with by the placebo effect, I guess you could say no harm done uh, because there's typically nothing in a homeopathic remedy that does anything but more often than not, there's nothing in it that can harm you. Uh, it's not a medicine. They call it a homeopathic medicine. It's not a medicine by any scientific discipline. Uh, there are a few occasions in which some impurities have been found in a few different brands. And uh, these are sold in pharmacies. The public demands them. The use of homeopathic remedies is actually on the increase uh, with the advent of more dark age thinking in our society, uh, not just in this arena, but in many other arenas. And homeopathic remedies are, are pretty big in Europe too, but they're not big among scientists.
And the, the phrase homeopathic physician is really a contradiction in terms um, because there is no medical study. And in fact, the, the German physician who invented homeopathy about 200 years ago, uh, when the Australian council went back and uh, checked what he had written and what his background was, they found, quote, he had no interest in detailed pathology, that is the study of disease. And he had no interest in conventional diagnosis and treatment. So there you go. Uh, you can ask your pharmacist, you don't have to believe me, or you can do some online research with mainstream medicine, such as the Mayo Clinic website. Uh, if you wanna spend your money on it, I, I guess you won't be harming yourself unless you have symptoms of a progressive disease, which may pose a real threat to you. And instead of getting orthodox medical treatment for something that needs orthodox medical treatment, you're uh, sucking down some worthless nostrum with a homeopathic label on it. Uh, the other point I want to go back to quickly where I advocated for you talking to your pharmacist is uh, if you're talking about taking supplements to forestall or treat cardiovascular disease, it's really important that you let your doctor know what other supplements you're taking. Most good doctors will ask you, so anything else you're taking I should know about? There can be a lot of interactions between supplements and prescription medications and even some foodstuffs. Uh, most statin drugs are diluted in their efficacy. Well, that's a fancy way of saying they don't work nearly as well if you have grapefruit juice. So I've been on statin drugs for a long, long time, and numerically, they've done great things for me. I don't know what the inside of my uh, cardiovascular system looks like now, but at least the numbers are pretty good. I still need to get my bad cholesterol down. Red yeast rice can lower bad cholesterol, but so can statin drugs. And the problems with red yeast rice in a number of studies is a number of the brands have impurities, uh, don't have the amount of the active ingredient from red yeast rice as printed on the label because supplement companies are unregulated. Uh, if you're going to take a supplement, try to use a brand that's USP certified. That means they have voluntarily uh, allowed their products to be reviewed for content, that they actually have the amount that's on the label and that they don't have dangerous impurities that are showing up. A lot of products have heavy metals and we're not talking about prescription drugs. We're talking about supplements here. So your free help that's out there. Sometimes your pharmacist is a little bored back there and is happy to talk to customers. I even asked uh, my pharmacist who gave me my flu shot last year, does it bug him that I keep plugging pharmacists on my social media. And he said, no, no, no. I, that's sometimes the most fun part of the day is getting a chance to answer questions from a customer. And uh, that's, that's how I'm going to keep it short. Uh, two, sub, two subjects. I think I've said it all. And uh, I'll leave you alone. I hope you come back. If you like this podcast, because the, uh, the next uh, episode, I'm going to come back to meteorology, which is my actual background. Uh, please share it with your friends. I'm now on at least seven different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Anchor, uh, Pocket Casts. I can't remember all seven of them, but it's easily findable. If you like it, please 
Tell your friends if you hate it. Tell your enemies. And I will talk to you very soon.